0: The now I'm way too long too long because these people got me fucked up yeah they got me way too wrong, way too long now my mind's me. don't you wait too long way too long oh, 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 oh all right legends welcome back to yet another episode of get around me it's me Billy Darcy what a treat etc feel the hype spread the hype as always if you are feeling hype and you're not spreading it have a look at yourself okay because you are the problem. Uh, but welcome to episode in the fifties. We're in the fifties, and uh, and what a time it is to be alive. I will say that um, I've been busy. I've been very busy, and I like I like to keep it that way. To be honest, uh, you know, you keep busy. No no time for any uh, sort of sh- you know sort of shenanigans. That sort of thing. It's when it's when you've got too much time in your hands. That's when I I definitely get a bit weird. Anyway, so. Keep things busy, keep things moving. I probably was, if anything, too busy last week, if I could be as candid as possible. Um, but I've been very busy, and I've actually, yeah, it's been good. And as soon as I wasn't busy, that's when it got weird. So you've got to stay busy. You've got to stay busy. Uh, but I had a big week last week, huge week, because I was gigging in Newcastle, but still uh, working in Sydney for a couple of nights. So uh, last Tuesday and Wednesday, I did gigs in Newcastle and you know what, were the gigs good? Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, they. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know how I feel about those gigs, um, so Tuesday I worked, did the podcast last week, worked till three, did the podcast, straight in the car, drove to Newcastle, it's like two and a bit hours there each way, um, and this gig wasn't yeah, it was like kind of a bit, how you going? I was headlining like this kind of uh, open mic type night. And so I was going on last. I went on at like maybe 9.30. Crowd was pretty drunk by the time I got on, to be honest. And I, did, I was supposed to do 20 minutes. I did a gentleman's 24 because that's, you, you, you know, you, you get Billy Darcy. If I get on a roll, time becomes slippery, okay? And did I get on a roll? No, not really. This was kind of a weird set. It was kind of tough. Basically, I kept getting interrupted. I couldn't. I famously could not get on a rhythm or a roll, and I kept getting interrupted by these fucking scum at the back. And it, I couldn't get into any of my. Um, kept getting interrupted like mid bit, so I had no fucking rhythm. Just this absolute like they weren't scum. They were just like annoying. They're just like drunk pub guys. They weren't. They weren't bad guys. They're just fucking annoying, you know. And they kept interrupting me, so I ended up just doing like. I did like 24 minutes and of of the 24 minutes, I probably did like maybe 17 minutes of crowd work and of that 17 minutes, like 14 minutes of that was just like kind of arguing with this one guy, maybe 10 minutes of that was just kind of like playfully arguing with this one guy and then like kind of just going back and forth with him because he'd say something and I'd be like, oh shut up, uh, we'd all laugh, we'd all have a good time. Now that's fine, but then I would try and do a bit and he'd interrupt again and it was just like a, and you don't want to be too mean because, you know, I have to do like 20 minutes. So if I'm like a real dick to this guy at the three minute mark, they're not going to like me for the next 17 minutes. So you do that thing where it's like, ah, oh, dude, this guy's such a, I say piece of shit, but I'll smile. they like, oh man, you're such a piece of shit. Ha <laughs> Everyone's like, he doesn't mean it. But if you look behind my eyes, I do fucking mean it. Stop interrupting me. So it was just, and then, um, but like, it was kind of fun. Like it wasn't the worst. And then, so drove, drove back. It was fine. It was, yeah, it was a bit of fun. It was good. It just got interrupted a lot. And then, uh, so drove back to Sydney, got home at like one, got up at six, went to work, uh, came home from work, went back to Newcastle. And this gig was kind of like, I was hosting this time. And they were good, like, they were good gigs, like, it was kind of like blood money a little bit, like, it wasn't really, like, they weren't really, like, the crush fest I was hoping for, but, um, but I hosted this gig, and all the acts did really well at this gig, I was, I was pretty much just crowd control, that's how I would describe my role, like, I was, everyone was telling me how, how fucking warm this room's supposed to be, it kind of was, like, all the acts did really well, but the, when I was hosting at the start, like, the whole pub is just talking over me, you know, a lot of people aren't listening, and it's just a bit of an uphill battle. And, and like I said, all the acts like did great. All the Newcastle acts fucking crushed. So, no skin off my nose, really. It's kind of the host's job, I suppose, to make sure all the acts do well. So, whatever. Tell you what, some of the shit the Newcastle comedians were saying on stage was fucking wild compared to what you hear in Sydney. Like, some pretty full-on stuff was coming out of people's mouths on that stage. And let me tell you, it would not fly in Glebe and Newtown, some of the stuff they were talking about. A few rape jokes, this sort of stuff. You know each to their own they did well in the room so can't knock it uh but yeah it was uh stuff that would uh, there's definitely some jokes i was like you would not be hearing that in sydney you know you get fucking you get mini cancelled or whatever you get full-on cancelled in sydney and yeah whatever like it's it's no skit off my nose i'm not i'm not that keen to talk about rape or whatever on stage anyway you know and i'm a bit suspicious of the blokes who are but Either way, yeah, so it was, it was pretty wild in Sydney, but all the acts did well, and there were some pretty full-on jokes, but crowd loved it, so it's just a different world up there in Newey. and what a time it is to be alive. So that was my Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I was just pretty wrecked after that. Did a gig on Thursday, and didn't go that well, I don't think. No, nah, didn't go that well. And, uh, and then I was just like, fuck, I think I've had enough of stand-up this week, to be honest. I think that'll do me. Um, so that was, yeah. by the end of the week, I was just fucking tired as shit. And, uh, so I had a friend come over from Melbourne. What a time that is to be alive. He is the bloke who came to Cairns with us when we went to Cairns. Um, he's an absolute vessel. It is quite dangerous having him around because this guy just absolutely des- destroys schooners at a pace that not many mortal men can keep up with. And I've, I've struggled at the best of times, you know, this guy... This guy absolutely melts schooners, and it's uh, it's good to see. It's good for morale, but it is also pretty full on. You got to clear your weekend, and this is what I mean when I say you got to stay busy. You know, because as soon as I wasn't busy, I was when it got a bit weird over the weekend. So, so I had him over from Melbourne. Long week, so the lads we actually treated ourselves to a bit of the devil's lettuce, which uh you won't usually see too often around the pad. But a uh, little treat, little treat, and uh yeah, we don't usually smoke weed too often, so it was it was quite exciting, you know. Probably maybe every other month with a little treat for the boys, you know? Chill out. A few sweets, you know? A few of the boys got some lollies in. We watched The Dark Knight. Fantastic. Fantastic. Dude, I couldn't even finish The Dark Knight. It got too stressful for me, you know? The Joker, he's he was two steps ahead the whole time. I got halfway through this thing. I was like, there's no way we're going to beat this guy. He's he, he's two steps ahead of everyone, you know? I didn't see him the end of The Dark Knight, but I can only assume it ends with... Heath Ledger sawing off Christian Bale's head—that's where it looked like it was going. So, yeah, I was—I uh, was blown away by the the plot twists in the Dark Knight. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't handle it. But uh, I tell you what. So we're we smoking a bit of this uh bit of this ganja out in the backyard, and uh, one of the lads is just big noting himself. You know, just big this this guy friggin Brendan, big noting himself in a big way. You know, this guy reckons he's like Cheech and Chong or some shit. You know. It's like sorry we didn't grow up on the, on the we didn't all grow up on the mean streets of California, you freak. Like you need to calm down, okay? So he's, he's laughing at everyone. telling us about all, all the fucking drugs he's done over the years. Yeah 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 yeah. Anyway, you better believe this bloke had two hits from this fucking Gatorade bong. Got head spin, started freaking out. Goes, I just need to go to the bathroom. This is all getting a bit much for me. I go, oh right, man, all right. He goes to the bathroom. Twenty minutes later, we get a call. It's from, it's from this Brendan bloke. He's locked himself in the bathroom, okay? Now, what's the biggest problem with that? Our bathroom doesn't have a fucking lock on it, okay? So this bloke's been trapped in a, in a bathroom for 20 minutes battling a non-existent lock, okay? I think he had a fucking, he was like picking it like a safe or something. I don't know what he was doing. But I've never seen a bloke go from complete arrogance to just total fear quicker in my life, you know? He, I don't. I've literally. This guy went from Cheech and Chong to the biggest nerd you've ever met, and it was uh, it was great to see. I was in absolute hysterics. I go, mate. There's no fucking lock on the door. I've, <laughs> it was so good, dude. It was so good, and uh, yeah. He, he came out. He I think he vomited as well. He just remembered what well, he vomited. I go, why are you vomiting? We've had like two beers. You need to calm down. He was like, oh, I just remembered I had like fucking raw chicken for lunch or something. I go, all right, mate, all right, you just, you you need to chill out and you need to get out of my house at this point because you're freaking me out. All right, I've got the Joker on the TV in here. This guy, this guy's, you know, this guy's a mastermind, okay? I can't have you vomiting all over the place, locking yourself in a room with no locks on it, okay? Priorities. I need to help Christian Bale out here. So, yeah, that, he is absolutely pelican of the week. This guy, Brendan, from Cheech and Chong, you know, the arrogance to getting locked in the bathroom you need to grow up, you need to chill the fuck out, that's what you need to do. That was kind of the point of the devil's lettuce, but this guy, he just went straight to freaking out. And this is what I'm saying, where you need to keep busy, you know? My first night off for of the whole week, I got a bloke fucking basically on the borderline of tears in my bathroom for no reason. He also had the lights off, he was in complete darkness. So I don't know what was going on. This is what I'm saying, you gotta keep busy, otherwise you got some guy freaking out, head spinning. So that was a bit of fun. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Saturday I played cricket again. My return to cricket continues. How good's that? I was named in the fifth grade team, and I was swiftly promoted to fourth grade. Now, considering I played horrifically last game, I can only assume that was a personality-based selection. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I was picked because I'm great for morale, and I'm also one of the only blokes who has his full license. They made me drive... Two of the 16-year-olds from the team out, happy to do it. Happy to do it. So I'm pretty sure the only reason I was selected for fourth grade was because I had a driver's license. Not mad at all, just happy to be here. And we had the longest day. It was a sort of day where I was like, oh, that's why I don't play this anymore. <laughs> it was a long, long day. They were one for 150 at tea. You better. Be- I stood at first slip. You better believe I dropped a regulation catch. Fuck it. Like yeah, it was it was low on my right, but anyone worth their salt, he was going to catch that. And if I had to pinpoint a reason f- for me dropping it, it would be the fact I haven't I haven't caught a ball in two years, like training wise. So that was disappointing. Luckily, the guy I dropped wasn't very good. He didn't not too much damage. But the guy at the other end was an absolute. Some sort of a, a like a a Don Bradman reincarnated type figure. I swear this guy was some sort of a like he he appeared to be a nerd to the naked eye, but once he picked up the cricket bat, Jesus Christ! He got about a hundred. He got about a hundred and ten off about seventy balls, I think. Oh my god! And uh, yeah, he he knows one of my roommates. He was like, "Oh, don't you live with Samos?" I go, "Nah, dude." I go, mate, you're on fucking 80 not out off 60 balls. You're absolutely molesting my team. I'm not really that keen for a chat right now, dude. All right? We're not going to fucking catch up. I've just dropped a catch and possibly possibly the game. And they end up getting 280 and we are two for none in reply. I'm in next. So game on. I was promoted to six. So that's that's quite exciting. But it was a fucking long day. It was about 35 degrees. When we pulled into the ground it was the, uh, the Everest on Saturday. So it's like the richest horse race in Australia. And I was going to go actually. Um, and then I ended up playing cricket, but so we were playing at Sydney uni and, uh, like we drove into the thing. I'm in the little Mazda Metro, two 16 year olds with me going, fuck yeah, lads, this is living, you know? And, uh, and and then, oh yeah, that's right. So we drove, we're driving along, couldn't find the ground. Like if you've ever been to a uni where you don't actually go to that uni, it's basically fucking impossible to find anything. You know, building C3A, I, we're looking for this cricket ground. I don't know what's going on. And uh, so we, we're driving along. See, we see this. In fact, I might give myself Pelican of the Week for this. Cheech and Chong and me can have joint Pelican of the Week. In fact, no, Chee and Chong, he can have it because uh, for locking himself in with no lock. He is Pelican of the Week but i'm driving around this uni looking for this uh, looking for this creek ground and there's this group of about 7 absolutely stunning girls okay and they're all glammed up for the races they they're all going to the races that's clear we're driving along can't find the, this ground i got these two 16 year olds in the car now i've i've really just met these guys but in my mind i'm already sort of like a hero figure to them uh, in my mind i i'm like they're already looking up to me so I, I want to impress the 16 year olds a bit, you know, you know, have them tell their mates what a legend I am, that sort of stuff. So pull up next to these girls and go, oh yeah girls, I can only assume you're here to watch us play fourth grade cricket today. Which way to the ground? And they go, no, no, they're all laughing. They're like, no, we're we going to the races. I go, really? You're going to go to the, you're going to go to the races instead of watching us play fourth grade against Sydney Uni. It's going to be a huge match, girls. You simply can't miss it. And they all laugh. they all laugh and we all laugh and it's great. We drive off. I go, "Oh, yeah, lads, whatever," you know. I play it off to the sixteen-year-olds. I'm like, "Yeah, boys, don't worry about that. Plenty more fish in the sea. This sort of stuff." We're having a good laugh. Unfortunately, I keep driving, and I'm still lost. And we ended up driving past those girls another three times, looking for this ground. They probably thought we were fucking circling them or some shit. It was so embarrassing. The first time we drive past them, I can't even look. I'm just like, oh God, this is embarrassing. Then we drive past again because they're waiting for like an Uber or something. So this is like a 10 minute thing of us just driving past them like four times. By the end, I was ready just to like park my car on a tennis court somewhere and just go, fuck this. Give me all the fines you want. I just can't drive past those girls again. This is too embarrassing. So... And then after that, yeah, like I said, we ended up playing the longest day of cricket ever. And it was just, Jesus Christ. It was, what, it was an absolute time. I will say that. And it did make me question why I've returned to the game. But nevertheless, nevertheless, it was still good to be around the lads. Good for morale. And I did not get a parking fine. Even though I illegally parked for nine hours. Thanking you. Thanking all. So yeah, that's, so this is uh you know, and the, the playing cricket does fill out your weekend a bit. So I went out Saturday night, had an absolute time. That was a good times. So I caught up with a few friends I haven't seen in a while. That sort of stuff. So that's quite exciting. And uh, Sunday went down to uh watch some watch some local cricket. watch the under twenty ones at my club play. Beautiful day, cracking weather, unbelievable. Really fun day. Really fun day went out Sunday and uh and this is this is what I'm saying where you got to keep busy because uh otherwise you just end up just being like a fucking weirdo around your house. I think yeah, so because we got like a pretty nice house, like big area out area at the back. It's too easy to just slip into just chilling out having a few beers doing absolutely fucking nothing at the back. You just got to get out and about, you know. So yeah, 9:30 on Sunday, I was we were hungover, but we still on the bus, straight to Manly. Let's have a great day. And this is what I was just trying to think of. This is a uh, this. I think I actually, in, in summation, had quite an embarrassing weekend. But it's only it's only really becoming apparent that I'm telling these stories. So we had Cheech and Chong Friday. We had me driving past these girls four times in a row Saturday. Sunday, walk into a liquor land at um ten fifteen a.m. You know. All the boys looking quite nice, party shirts on, sunnies, nice hats. And we were re- refused, I was refused service at a liquor land at ten fifteen a.m. on a Sunday. I was completely sober, obviously. I'm 24 years old. This is completely, I don't even know how you pull this off. But my mate comes in with me, who's like 26, right? So like, you know, it's all legal, it's all kosher. And, uh... And so I I grab the beers, he comes in, and then um I put the case down, and my mate walks out the front, and my mate's 26, but you know, he he looks like 30, alright, the guy, and I don't look that old, but look old enough, ID me, I don't care, ID me, I'm here to be ID'd, I've got it. So the guy goes, and the guy, look, he's a bit of a freak, this bloke behind the counter, he's a bit of a fucking freak, I will say that, I will say that, he goes, mate, you got your ID? I go, no worries, mate beautiful. Then he goes, I'm going to need your mate's ID as well. And I look out the front, my mate's like kind of walked off a bit. I go, oh, I'm not with him. And he goes, all right, well, I can't serve you because he was with you before. If he doesn't show me valid ID, uh, I'll get have to refuse you service. I go, oh, for fuck's sake. All right, dude. So I go out and get my freaking, he's 27 actually, he just turned 27. So I go out and get my 27 year old mate. And I go, come on, uh, come on, Mattos, you got to show this bloke your ID. And then, so I go, we go back in and the liquor land guy goes, oh, so he's your friend. I go, yeah, he is my friend. And the liquor land guy goes, so when you said you weren't with him before, was that a lie? And I said, yeah, look, it was a lie. I, I just know he's 27. And we're just in a bit of a rush. That's all. And he goes, oh, okay. Hey, mate, you've lied to me. You've lied to me. You've not been truthful in your answers. I legally can no longer serve you. I have to ask you to leave the store and do not come back today. You mustn't come back today. You've lied to me. I can no longer serve you. And I'm like... What the freaking hell is going on? This is a routine purchase. Routine. And so I go, I go, mate, are you, uh, like, I'm trying to keep it together in the moment because I'm like, mate, this is, this is freaking bullshit, you know? So I go, I go, are you fucking genuine here, mate? And a little bit friendlier than that, I go, are you, are you genuine here, mate? Like, come on, no issue, no foul. Like, we've got our ID. We're ready to, got the money. Everything's all kosher. And he goes, nope. I will, I will not serve you. Please leave my store. Guy's like, some sort of a fucking retail robot sent back from the future. You know, I don't know, I don't know what's happening. So I go, all right. I go out the front. The boy's like, where are the beers? I go, I don't know what to tell you, lads. I don't know what to tell you. So my mate sat goes, "Die, goes, mate, I'll sort this out. Charges back into the legal land. 30 seconds later, is getting kicked out swiftly by this retail robot. It's all kicking off. And we're just like, So we were kicked out of a liquor land. How do you even do that? Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Was it embarrassing? Yes. Did we go to another liquor land that was literally 70 meters away? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And, uh, but yeah, it was just literally just like, what is happening? But after that, we had an absolute time. A real fun day. And, uh, and yeah, let me just, uh, reset this little camera. All right, now I had something else, I had something else. Get around me on Twitter. Just saw someone like my tweet, fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah, all right. So, bought some shoes the other day, got some new Nike SBs, little treat, whatever. Think they were 140 bucks. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? I'm host of the Get Around Me pod. 140 bucks, I light it on fire as a joke. They were quite expensive. All right. And, uh, but anyway, so I go to platypus, I go, and the the thing with platypus is the chicks there are always so hot and they, they're very slippery. They're very slippery. They're always trying to get you on socks. They're always trying to get you on socks. It's a fucking shoe store. No one needs socks. Okay. No one. So I got, um, I tell, I tell my roommate Mac, I go, man, I'm going down to get some, uh, some shoes today. And he goes, mate, whatever you do, don't let them get you on socks, all right? They are slippery down there. I go, I know, I know, mate. I know how slippery they are. He, I think he got done for like $70 worth of socks last time. So I go into Platypus. The chick who's helping me out, uh, I would describe her as probably the hottest chick I've ever seen in my life. Thanking you. And uh, so immediately I'm rattled. I'm like, fuck, how thin is the air in here? But it's just her beauty. That's all that is. And uh, But also, I know what shoe I want. But then there's some other shoes that I like as well. I'm chatting with her about it and we're, we're having a good yarn and it turns out as well I had no idea what size I am. Like I'm a 13 but apparently I'm a, a UK or a US. I still don't know. I, but I was... Yeah, I, I was asking for the wrong size. I was asking for like the US or the UK. I don't know. I have no idea. So we're yarning away. I go... I, get, I buy the shoes. I go, how good is this? Well, I've got the shoes ready to go. I'm going on the counter. She goes... And, uh, one, just quickly, babe, you're all good on socks. And I go, whew, I knew this was coming. I said, I'm all good on socks. Cheers, babe. She goes, no worries, babe. I go, thanks, babe. So I've dodged the socks anyway. So I'm paying in cash just so I'm about to handle the money. She goes, Oh, you'll be getting the uh, shoe protection. I would imagine. I go, what? She goes, the shoe protection spray. Oh, babe, you've got to get it. And I go, I go, what is it? What is it? And, and, now I'm rattled. I'm fucking rattled. Because I don't even know what she's talking about at this point. So she goes, oh, you've got to, you, you babe, you've got to get the shoe protection spray. Spray it over your shoes. Any type of shoe, not just these ones. Water and dirt just flies off them. A year's worth of spray in the can, only 20 bucks. Keeps your shoes looking mint for a year. Babe, you got to do it. And every time she, sh- she says, babe, it's just chipping away at me. I'm like, fuck. This, I'm, and I got rattled and I had cash as well. So I was like, cash is just cash, you know, you just whatever. So I bought the $20 shoe protection spray, sprayed up the shoes, sprayed them all up. they're looking they're looking mint, but also they're brand new. So we don't really know if the spray is worth its uh, worth its salt yet. I wore the shoes out on Saturday night. I went to three pubs, all indoors. can confirm it looks like I fucking ran through some trenches in World War II. The shoes are absolutely there's mud all over them. The spray did nothing. The spray did. Nothing. I was done. Okay? So when you go to Platypus, don't just beware of the socks. There's also shoe protection spray. And if you say no to the spray, God knows what they're going to offer you. But I know that some chick called freaking Cartier or something will be looking into your eyes, calling your babe, making it very hard to say no. So confirm the shoe protection spray is a scam. Do not buy it. Whatever you do, do not buy the spray. No matter how many times she says, babe. So... That was basically a moment where I just took $20 and lit it on fire. And it was a shame. It really was. But I want to talk about a few other things. I think that's all I've been up to. And I was in an absolute... I was a bit worse for wear yesterday off the weekend, to be honest. Probably carried on a bit. Maybe that guy at Lickland was um, right to refuse me. But anyway... uh... Oh, yep. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I will say this. So today... Ben and Liam from Triple J, the breakfast boys. We all know them. Some of us love them. I do. But Ben and Liam, these guys, they're leaving Triple J. They've been doing breakfast for three years, it turns out. Felt like two. Time flies, though, when you're having fun. So I want to talk about this. So these guys are leaving Triple J. They've been absolutely (laughs) abused into next week every day for the last three years. And it's just it's fucking insane. Like They took over from Matt and Alex. And, uh, like, Alex Dyson had already been on there for three years, or maybe more. He was, like, 27 at this point. And uh, Matt O'Kine comes on. He's already... He was, like, 28 and, like, one of the best stand-ups in Australia. They get replaced. Everyone loves those guys. They get replaced by Ben and Liam, these two blokes from Adelaide. They were only... I think they were 20 or 21 when they got the gig. And they get literally abused into next week every day for, like, the first year. It was insane. And it was... I just can't wrap my head around it and and now they're leaving they're they're going to adelaide commercial radio they'll be on like 250k each like they've definitely had the last laugh but i remember when they first came um first came on triple j all the comments on facebook were like these guys the unfunniest pricks to ever live you should kill yourselves you stupid idiots like you're the worst banter i've ever heard and it's all from people who are like i've been listening to triple j for 20 years bring back the doctor you know every single day for 20 years How could you do this to me? And it's like, the demo for Triple J is 18 to 24. Alright? If you're over the age of 25, it's not for you anymore. You don't like it because you're old. You're the problem. Not these fucking two blokes just giving it a nudge. You know, 90% of Triple J is just playing the tunes anyway. You know, you've really got to go out of your way to fucking hate someone on Triple J. They only let them speak for like a minute 30 at a time. And now, and now, uh, a lot of the comments were like still very negative on these guys leaving. And, uh, and, and a lot of people were like, oh, good on you for sticking it out. And it's like, it just made me think like that hate is just inevitable in the, in the media business. The, the, is it the, the show business? Yeah. The business of show, show business, you know, (laughs) it's show business, but it's like these blokes they were 21, got the dream gig. One day, Liam was, like, crying on air because, like, on the weekend, blokes had, like, cornered him and, like, tried to bash the shit out of him because they didn't like his radio breaks. And it's like, who could care about anything that much? Who could possibly care about breakfast radio that much that you want to attack a guy just because his his banter wasn't to your particular taste? It's like, all right, three miscellaneous tradies and an accountant, you know? People just have no sympathy for people in the public eye. Like, fair play, they got this great gig and stuff. You can't just fucking rattle off on on blokes on the internet and just spray the shit out of them. Like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Why do people value their own opinions so much? I can't tell if I have low self-esteem or if I'm just not a piece of shit. I've never commented on, like, a freaking... Like, Tash Sultana's stopping her solo career. All the comments were like, thank God, Tash, you should kill yourself. Should she? Why? Like, how could, you, how could you hate anything so meaningless with such veracity? She plays guitar with no shoes on. How could, like, she's not even wearing fucking shoes. There should be a rule if someone's not wearing shoes, you can't even comment on it. She doesn't give a fuck. She's got dreadlocks and no shoes on, okay? Leave her alone. And again, it was all like 40-year-old guys. Like 27-year-old guys. It's like you're not Tash Sultana's demo. She's not trying to play to the fucking divorced father of two who still remembers when Triple J was good in 1993. You need to grow up and keep your stupid comments to yourself. And then, and like, it's like, just go listen to Triple M. That's what it's there for. That's what it's fucking there for. You don't see me commenting on fucking... Alan Jones, 2GB interviews going, this guy is reprehensible. I'm not listening. It's not for me. It's for 65-year-old white rich guys, okay? Just stay in your lane. And if you really hate something, just, just turn it off. Just turn it off for Christ's sake. It's fucking unreal. It just made me think that hate is inevitable. Like Ben and Liam, I can't think of two more harmless blokes like, that Ben bloke looks like he's fucking scared 24-7. He just looks terrified all the time. I bet I bet he's a ripping bloke. That Liam guy's been rocking a moustache for three years. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck what you think. You know, they're both going to be on 250k minimum at this new gig. And all these account 40-year-old freaking assistant accountants have been abusing them for three years straight. It's like, I'm pretty sure they've had the last laugh. Jesus Christ. Can you just leave people alone? I don't know. I've just never... I've never been bothered enough about anything to comment about it. Why are so many people being genuine on the internet? Gee, unless you're like a psychologist trying to change the world. Just tag your mates in in weird shit and, and move on with your day. Jesus. And the Triple J crowd as well. I find it so funny. All, all the triple J little lefties—they're the first to be like, "Kill yourself, my lord, my lord." All these fucking nerds, you know, it blows my mind, blows my mind. And you know what? All the, all these little fucking nerds, who's like, whose dad said, "Oh, you should do accounting," you know, get a real job. Immediately buckled when he did four years of business, hoeing into these blokes who were doing. They were doing community radio in Adelaide for two years, earning like 300 bucks a week each. And they still just turned, because they were just chasing the dream. They were just chasing the dream. And then all these nerds on the internet who played it safe, want to have a go at them. And now they're on 250K at this commercial radio station in Adelaide. I fucking love it. Everyone sucked their dick. Like, Jesus Christ. So go Ben and Liam. Go Ben and Liam. Proud of the boys. And you know what? I haven't even been listening to that much Triple J this year. But like, I got mates who present on there. I don't know Ben and Liam. But I got mates who present on there. And the shit that they receive on the text line is just reprehensible. I don't know how people think it's okay just to treat people that way. It's fucking wild. Like, it's a lot. Like, yeah, just ridiculous. So yeah, I don't know. Kind of fucking blacked out for a bit there. But it just pisses me off. So, good on Ben and Liam. And uh, enjoy the cash, lads. Enjoy the fucking cash, you know? I hope one of you has sex with freaking Amy Shark or some shit. Just go nuts, lads. Just go fucking nuts out there. I think they both have girlfriends. But anyway. Anyway. So up the lads. Enjoy the cash. And, uh... Alright, I had a couple send-ins. Um... Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, long-time listener, Jimmy. Love this guy. Uh, Jimmy sent this one in. Um... He got, how's this, so, and I have seen a lot of carry-on on Facebook around 21st, and you know what, unfo- look, the culprit is mostly girls, I will say that, it's mostly girls, um, but it's probably, it's the it's carry-on that I sort of get around, I absolutely love 21st, sts are the backbone of this nation, okay, 21st speeches are just the best shit ever, I fucking love them, I'm always the guy at the back just howling his head off. Like, I laugh so loud, I think some. there's been a couple times where people think I'm, like, taking the piss out of them, but not at all. I, I literally just think 21st speeches are fucking hilarious. And I've seen some rogue ones over the years. But Jimmy, um, Jimmy got this invite from this girl. He went to her 20th uh, in August. A month later, gets an invite to her 21st, which is in August next year. So she sent out the invite for her 21st, 11 months in advance, right? 11 months in advance. And Jimmy sent in saying, what do I think about that? Do I think it's too early? Yeah, it's way too early, okay? And and, and he sent me a screenshot. She was like, um, "With he saved the date. This is what I'm thinking for themes, but l- I'll let you know closer. You know, I haven't decided on anything just yet well, fuck, keep me in the loop. I was about to head down to the store and grab grab a fucking outfit before time ran out, you know? I've only got 11 months to get some stupid costume together. Jesus Christ. And it's it's a level of, of, not self, not I wouldn't say it's selfishness, but just self, thinking about yourself. I guess it's, I guess it's selfishness. I oh, don't know. It's just like, this chick clearly is just wakes up and then until the moment she goes to sleep, it's just me, 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 me. Imagine being so, you've thought about yourself so much to the point where you you go, fuck it. It's time to send out the 21st invites. I need everyone. I need to be on everyone's mind all the time. It's way too early. Um, this chick's obviously crazy. Uh, would I go to the 21st? Yes. Okay. Because girls 21sts are always fucking awesome. I've been to some crackers. Guys 21st can sometimes descend into just anarchy. If there's too many blokes and not enough girls, then it can just be completely like just turned into some sort of an apocalyptic situation. But girls 21st are always really good. They're always a lot nicer. I think parents are a lot more willing to, you know, girls want a nice 21st. Like they'll spend the money on like nice table settings and, and the, you know, the free alcohol will be nice. Guys 21st is just, you know, 10 free cases of beer. Let's hope no one gets stabbed. So absolutely go to the 21st. Um, maybe steer clear. I wouldn't fall in love with this girl. Whatever you do, Jimmy, don't do that because she is crazy. And uh, she will be breaking a few hearts over the next few years, I would imagine. And uh, and I'll tell you what would be great. I'll tell you what you should do next time you see her. Just every time you see her until the 21st, just ask her to remind you about the date. you like, oh, whatever her name is, Emily. I saw something about your 21st the other day. What was the date again? What was the date? I'd just be asking her that every time I see her for the next 11 months. And hopefully she wraps her head around the fact how how fucking dumb it is to have it 11 months out. I'll tell you what I'd also do. If I had a birthday around that time, I'd wait until two months out, put my 21st on the same day as hers, invite everyone from that party, and then be like, oh shit, I had no idea yours was on that day. Oh, sorry, babe. Early call's a good call. Fuck, <laughs> that's what I do. But yeah, I had a great twenty-first. I had a great twenty-first, and uh, one of my mates, um, one of my mates Nathan, got like apocalyptically drunk. This is what I'm saying about blokes' twenty-first. Blokes get too excited in packs, and uh, he went up and did a speech. I did a speech at his. He did a speech at mine. And uh, Jesus Christ, his speech at my one was aggressive. I had a lot of family there and uh, there were genuine moments of uh, uncomfortability. But also, that's what it's all about, I reckon. But a couple of the best 21st uh, moments I've ever seen, um, while we're on the topic. Oh, there's some good ones. I've got a couple of stories up my sleeve. I'm trying to think of some others, maybe. Two that come to mind. So... Two that come to mind are one was a girl's twenty first. Now, girls twenty first are great; they're a lot nicer. And this one was nice. It was a really nice bar. Um, her dad is quite well, quite well off. It was open bar. Man, that, he was putting up a fair bit of cash, I would assume. So the girl, the girl—it's the girl's twenty first. Her best friend goes up, and I would describe her speech as a bullet point list of every guy the birthday girl had fucked over the last four or five years. Was it in poor taste? Yeah, it was. Because a lot of the blokes were in the fucking room, weren't they? And uh, like, you just saw the smile on the dad's face slowly get wiped off. And it was pretty uncomfortable. At one point, she said, um, the girl giving the speech, she worked in hospitality. She said, I have a rule. If I've worked in a bar with them, Emma's been in a bed with them. And we're all like, keep in mind, this girl had worked at heaps of bars, so we were like, Jesus Christ, you need to chill out, okay? You can't just get up in front of this chick's family and call her a whore for 10 minutes. That's not how birthdays should be celebrated. And uh, it was extremely uncomfortable. Part of me was laughing. I will be candid. But me and my mate Macca were there and we were, part of us was laughing, but part of us was like, Jesus Christ, ugh, ugh, I don't know about this. And, uh, you better believe the dad shut down the bar tab immediately after that speech, literally immediately after the speech. So, uh, that was a very not subtle signal that he did not enjoy what had just happened. And I totally get it. I totally get it. Another one, uh, we were at our mate's 21st and he has a, a long-term girlfriend. She's phenomenal. Great girl. Uh, we all love her. And, um, so a few years ago, I don't really hang around on um, this bloke anymore. He's a legend as well. And, um, where our mate our mate Sam was given a speech and we were gene him up before him we go mate mate the more fucked up the better get weird up there brother get weird up there and he's like yeah boys boys I'm going to do it I'm going to do it okay yeah, yeah sounds good mate so he starts telling a story of this bloke um fucking hooking up with this chick in a in a in a at a festival the year before he wasn't with his current girlfriend at the time but the girl he hooked up with was at the party it was and, and yes he used her real name It was extremely uncomfortable again. I don't know where these people thought graphic sex details were on the table, but it was extremely uncomfortable to the point where the girlfriend of the birthday boy ran out of the room crying. Right? Our mate's up there, stops his speech, watches her run out in complete tears. Silence has taken the room. He's got his piece of paper there. He looks at her run out. As soon as she's left the room in tears, he goes, anyway, where was I? And keeps going with the fucking speech. Wild. Literally wild. We could... And you know, that one, I did feel bad for the girl. Like, obviously, you don't want to see anyone upset, but we were cackling at how oblivious our mate was giving the speech. Oh, my God. That fucking cracked me up. And the big chief listens to this pod as well, actually, and he knows exactly the party I'm talking about. But fuck, it was funny. It was... Oh, my God. It was funny. But yeah, I absolutely love 21st. I I wonder why we care so much about 21. Because in America, it's the drinking age. But here, it's just whatever. Why not 20? Why not 19, your last teenage year? 21. But I tell you what, 21, it's fucking great. Fucking awesome. But 22, that's the one where you go, oh shit, no one cares about me. You, You realize you're not important at all. And the last year was just your 21st. And it was great, but it's over. It's gone now. I'm not really into birthdays anyway, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really care. I like low-key birthdays. Probably the best, but one of the best birthdays I've ever had. We just went out to the cricket one year. And uh, our mate Steve O'Keefe plays at uh, Manly. And he was playing against the West Indies at the SCG. And we just went out to the cricket with, like, eight of my mates. And uh, it was a terrible day. Like, rained all day. They barely played cricket. But we just got so pissed and had so much fun. And that's. I just like that sort of stuff. I don't like big parties and too much attention. I like attention when, you know, I want it on me. Like if there's, you know, some sort of a entertainment situation, but I don't want it. I don't like it when it's thrust upon me. But anyway, highlight of this day, speaking of birthdays, and this was probably my 22nd, my, oh, maybe my 20th. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I can't think of anything that matters less, but, uh, my roommate Samos, he was going, he was, like I said, we were quite pissed and he's gone after blokes at this pub. We're at the pub during the day because, uh, the, obviously, it rained all day. They, they didn't actually play much cricket, so we were going to the pub in the rain delays. So at the pub guy folks going, "Hey mate, you got something on your shirt?" putting the doing the finger on the third and then flicking the guy going, ha, ha, "Ha!" like he was just carrying on. And uh, anyway, he did it to the wrong bloke, and you better believe this guy punched the fuck out of his face. So so goes, "Hey mate, you got something on your shirt?" and the guy's like, "Yeah, do I?" Oh bang, just just fucking clocked him. And, uh, luckily we had about, uh, five, five of the lads were there ready to defend poor Samos, but not really poor Samos. He was carrying on, carrying on, but yeah, geez, that was a fun day, but I like just, yeah, like small stuff like that. That's great. I can't, I literally don't even know what I, in fact, I do know what I did for my 24th this year. We got back from Falls Festival and we just sat there in silence. That was pretty good. Yeah. We're all a bit, uh, we're all a bit shaken, I think from the trip but that was my birthday. I don't, yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, how do I get on birthdays? What goes on around here in this pod, you know? So I can't tell if I want to talk anymore, to be honest. Uh, okay. I got a couple of things. I feel like I got a bit ranty in this one. I never want it to be too much angry stuff. But I will leave, I will finish with this. My my my, my mate um my mate JC the other day goes to me, hey mate, loving your pod, love that Pelican of the Week section. And I go, yeah, mate, it's good fun, isn't it? And he goes, oh mate, if you ever need a Pelican of the Week, and this isn't a very long story, so I'm just going to tell it. I'm just going to say it now. He goes, mate, I've got one uh, up up my sleeve from uh, my time in America. I go, oh yeah. He goes, well, one time, mate, um, you know, money was quite scarce, and we uh we ran out of toilet paper, right? And I'd just taken a shit, so. I had to use burritos as toilet paper. The bloke went to the fucking cupboard, got out the old El Paso packet and started using burritos to wipe his ass. So let that sink in. Let that sink in. Plain burritos to wipe his ass. It's fucking disgusting, but it's also quite resourceful. You know? I wouldn't have thought of burritos straight away. But the more you think about it, the more sense it makes. You know, and that's, uh, and it's about time burritos started picking up the slack. You know, the amount of times you have a few burritos, 10 minutes later, you're absolutely strapped to the shitter because the fucking Mexican cuisine has done a number on you. Well, burritos, how about you clean up the other end of this mess? You know, it was all fun and games on the way in. How about you fucking get in the mix and, and clean up, clean up some of this mess you've made. So it's good to see the burrito finally picking up its weight, I think. But yeah, so he said, he said, I could use that as a Pelican of the Week. And, uh, it's just a short little anecdote. It's quite interesting. It's quite interesting. And I appreciate him telling me that. But, uh, but also it's, it's absolutely fucking disgusting. And that's the only way there is to, to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, so but next time, if you're ever caught short, think about when your last Mexican night was and if there was any leftovers, you know, look for that old El Paso packet. Not that you don't want to be using the, uh, the hard shell stand stuff. I will say that you need those soft, those soft shell burritos. But it's absolutely deplorable behavior. And it's a pretty weird note to end the pot on, but I actually don't mind it. So thank you guys. Thanks for listening. The pot has been growing a bit lately, so thanks for spreading the word. Thanks for spreading the hype. Feel the hype. Spread the hype. Tell your mates. Um, t- tag your mates in Facebook and Instagram. If you see me putting clips up or whatever, get around the YouTube. It's on iTunes and Spotify. And uh, I was going to say... Just, uh, I have one thing, but I can't. Just tell your fucking friends, I reckon. Just tell them all. Wait too long, wait too long. Yeah, and I can see the ground now. I'm way too long, way too long. Cause these people got me fucked up. Yeah, they got me way too long, way too long. Now my mind's telling me, don't you wait too long, wait too long. Oh, oh, I, oh.